Shut up, I love it. Shut up! I love it! I am Joe Cabello, and I am here with... Sasha Feiler! Welcome to Shut Up! I Love It! podcast, where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, forgotten, too much of a highbrow, I don't know, you insert an adjective that fits you. Pick something like that. Joining us today, she is a writer, performer, and stand-up comedian born and raised in Russia. Hello. <laughs> Her name is Renata Shaikhidinova. Welcome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Here is me. We're very lucky to have you, and we know you got something very special to talk about. So would you tell us what it is? So I really love... Um, psychology and specifically Mayer's Briggs test and I think it's uh, extremely it's actually it's so controversial it is both underappreciated and it is criticized a lot and uh, people have a valid point of criticizing that Um, however I feel like it brings more good than bad and I think everybody should take that test Mm-hmm. as a starting point that's that's interesting you say like the uh the the controversy or whatever with it because i'm sure even for the i'd like for you to explain in brief what it kind of is exactly and then it's interesting i think most people wouldn't even know that there's any like scientific debate over it so i'm interested to see mm-hmm. like talking about it as just a layman and someone more involved in it so explain a little bit what the test is and what it does okay so mayor's bricks is a test to uh, assess your personality at the moment on different scales on scale of extroversion versus introversion on scale of um are you do you make decisions, make judgments based on thinking or feeling? Do you uh, perceive information with intuition or with your senses? And uh, when you perform, do you are you a perceiver or are you more a judger? So it kind of um, there are many different ways to assess your personality. Um, the one that is psychologically most popular is the big five which is also great but i think for what i do with mayor's bricks and i think what more people should be doing with mayor's bricks um it is a great way to measure where you are in terms of cognitive process at the moment so that you could improve and become a better person uh, to work on other functions you that you're currently not using oh sorry but when you say in the moment is this changes day to day or are we talking about larger uh, like year changes or like larger gaps or both from my so okay so we're gonna start with i think it's either growth mindset or set mindset you know so either fixed mindset or growth mindset and um the fixed mindset believes that a person uh, it's the same person that they were 10 years ago, five years ago, three years ago. Today, they're going to be the same as tomorrow and 10 years from now. So there's fixed mindset. And the growth mindset is the one that says uh, you might have been a different person five years ago, three years ago, two years ago, and so forth. I think 
it usually takes about 20 days to work a habit and that mm, habit yeah. can prime your brain to work one way or another moreover if you were thinking if you were doing math uh, right <laughs> not math but ma math <laughs> mathematics if you were doing mathematics before you took the test it kind of programmed your brain to think more logically compared to no, you know if you were watching a melodrama you probably still mm -hmm. moved and you might answer questions differently that's interesting uh I only took my, I don't know if it's May or Meyer, Myers-Briggs once, but um, I, like, I recognize everything in the results. I was, and, you know, of course, there's a question of, like, am I just projecting it? But I was like, of course. And, and that gave me, that particular version of the test, I guess, gave me the sliding scale of, like, how much am I uh, introvert versus extrovert and other stuff. And I was like, exactly. This is so true. Mm -hmm. And um, though I'm sure it changes day to day, um, this is very interesting because overall, I think like it did fit my overall feelings about like how I interact with the world around me. Awesome. This feels like the scientist's astrology is, is a, yes. a little bit of what I might describe it as. Um, why don't we, because uh, I feel like there's so much we'll talk about and can like tangentially get into. Sasha, before we get into all that, what's your experience prior to this with Myers-Briggs? You said you had taken it then. Is that because of this or have you taken it before? No. So I've taken it like a couple of years ago because um, I don't know. I also like like psychology. Maybe it's a Russian thing. But like I will never remember <laughs> when I was growing up, I was like, I want to like study psychology for like a hot year. I thought that, you know, and I always was like interested in even like Joe, you mentioned horoscope. I was super into astrology when I was very young mm -hmm. and uh, I actually thought of astrology today. I was like, I maybe will compare this to astrology <laughs> because it just like arises the same excitement in me, like thinking about different people, like types and how they relate to each other. Um, I've done my, I don't even know why, but I've, because okay, here's the thing. I have a lot of mental illness in my family. So I think that's part of it. While I always like curious, um, to see like what's going on with me. And though it's not the same, of course, we're talking about just personality types. They're like, you know, cousins, distant cousins. They're still in like psychology field. And so I've done this test and I was very pleased with the result. Like, I'm so pleased. Like, I'm going to brag about my result to you guys. There's 16 <laughs> types. There's 16 <laughs> types. And I'm like convinced mine's the best. Like, it's ridiculous. I was given like a gift by the results of it. So I have like, I even have on my desktop uh, of my computer, like an actual, like a folder for, for a couple of years where my personality test is in there, like the results. And I'm like referring to it like every so often. That's me. What about you, Joe? Uh, I have taken it. Although like the one thing that's always been confusing for me is there seems to be multiple, there's not like a standardized test I've found. It's multiple ones, um, which always makes me a little like alarmed as far as like, oh, what is this? Like, if you took a different test than I, what are we really doing? Mm -hmm. This scientist in me. There is mm -hmm. no scientist in me. But <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I have taken it before. I do, uh, like Sasha also, and it sounds like you too, Renata, I'm interested in that stuff. Like, different ways to categorize ourselves or to learn about ourselves. Uh, astrology I'm really into. I'm not, like, really into it, but I find it mm -hmm. really interesting. I do like to know what people's sign is to see if mm -hmm. it does match up with who they are. 
And I do think people do fit into categories. Like there's only so many types of people <laughs> like, yeah, we're very unique, but I do <laughs> think we're generally like very much the same. And you, you see it all the time. You meet a person, you're like, that's like that one dude I always meet. And there's just remind you of other people all the time. Right? Yeah. And even yourself, like myself, I'll be like, shit, I know I'm being such a, like the same yeah. type of dude that this person's <laughs> fu- been with before. <laughs> So I, I do like this stuff, and um, I was excited to take one of these again. I'd actually taken uh, one of these tests maybe two months ago because someone shared a, a meme that was like a graph, and the graph had like a statement on the column in row that would like make, I hate dreams or like whatever it is. And so you pick your <laughs> statement. If like what, if uh, don't mess with me was mine, I see which those which two things lead up and then there were the different INTF or whatever. Um, so I, I did one because of that and my di- my uh, my actual test was different than that graph, but that graph mm-hmm. is the most unscientific. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's not really going to be do it, but I did I did take it a couple months ago so I have those results down as mm-hmm. well as my uh, new results. Are they and, very drastically different or not? Well, I don't know. That's why I, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to – I didn't research it. I wanted to see if maybe you would know uh, as we get into it. But I will say, like, I think it is a cool thing, and I think people could use to know about themselves. Mm-hmm. I think people in general could use a little more introspection and and kind of confronting who they are as people. So I think something like this helps with that. And you, Renata, like, how many times have you taken the test and how often do you go back to the results? Like, tell us your, about your relationship with it. I have taken it today just to see. But, okay, so I took it a few times. I took it back in Russia um, when I was in high school and it was one result. Then uh, when I moved to America, it was a different result. Then when I moved to Los Angeles, a different result. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it is pretty different. Sometimes it's the same. And then I took one in August and then today. Uh, between, between the last two, are they the same or different? They're different, but I also, um, I worked on it on purpose. I I had to work more on extroverted thinking and it actually worked. Yeah, I just wanted to actually point out one thing about introvert, extrovert, because that's, I feel like the first thing that people, like kids in school would hear about psychology. They're like introvert or extrovert, right? And um, recently I refreshed my definitions of introvert versus extrovert. And it's a little bit different from, what I thought it was. So most people use introvert, and again, I don't have a degree in psychology, but this is what I learned. The introvert is being overused in pop culture and TV, etc. How it's almost like completely personal, like just like hiding from the world, right? An extrovert is the person who is interacting with everybody, having a great time, life of the party. Well, actually, introverted people they can be interacting with the world as much as an extrovert. But they are constantly paying attention how the world is affecting them as opposed to how much they are affecting the world. And they are like hurting from this interaction. So they're much better at interactions one-on-one or small group than like when the group expands and they're dealing with a lot of people. I don't know if it's true or not. I saw a good long guys, nice and long YouTube <laughs> video on that. The guys sounded persuasive. <laughs> so this is me. This is because I just thought it was interesting. Like that was super interesting to me. I was like, Oh, that makes total sense. And the guy said that a lot of people, there's a lot more um, 
introverts that people g- give themselves credit for. Like the people often like, oh, I'm extrovert. And they're like, actually introverts. So I thought it was interesting. Should we get to the results? Yeah, let's do the results. Maybe that'll be a good springboard for stuff. And then I'm sure you have uh, tons of things to remark on in general, mm-hmm. Renata. Why don't you start, Renata? The most exciting. Uh, what's what's your what's your sign? And by that I mean oh. what's your type? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today I got. I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget how to pronounce letters. So it's I I N T G. Today I got I N T G. I N T P was my original um, was my original typecasting when I was in high school. So is there um, INTG? Because there's INTJ. Oh, that's how you pronounce it, huh? Yeah, there's an INTJ, and I'm very, very excited here because I am a freaking INTJ. And awesome. um, so I'm, too. I need to hear. Are you serious <laughs> right now? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're saying this is the most rare type. <laughs> But I can see, I see, I I know Joe, and I totally believe that he's a freaking INTJ for sure. Like I know that. Yeah, that makes total sense. Oh yeah, I guess it makes sense. We're all into psychology, and we talk about <laughs> patterns and stuff like that. So that's intuitive in us. Um, and and we should probably note for the audience, this is a little more like. Uh, to memorize all this stuff is probably something most people shouldn't even achieve. Try to achieve it, no. maybe like be too much. It's not like astrology where you could easily just be like, this one, there's only 12 of them. So, anybody, it's only relevant whatever we're talking about. Don't get worried too much about like having to remember all this stuff. Yes. That's the feeling I get about it. Yeah, I agree with Joe. Mm-hmm. There's like, we, like, I don't know if Renata, you have a degree in psychology, uh, but like, none of us are going to be able to explain it to, to the point that like people will be like, oh my God, I get INTJ, like what that is. Um, but it is interesting to almost see it just on the level of, um, yeah, like just like a little bit more complicated than astrology, like just a little bit, just because you see the four parts for each of them. All right, well, tell us, Renata, how did you feel and what was different <laughs> from the August test? How do I feel? Okay, so again, I started an experiment in August because my tests were doing ENFP or ENTP and those are the people who dream a lot and make connections and think a lot but don't do much. So I had to work on being more more, more extroverted, Thinking so do more instead of thinking about doing something. You know, they would introverted thinker would weight all the pros and cons, analyze and overanalyze things, while extroverted thinker, they would just do it and then analyze that. So mm. that was the big thing that I worked on. By implementing habits, you know, okay, so th- I don't you see. Um, one, my top function is extroverted, I'm sorry, extroverted intuition, which makes connections from one point to another. And it just goes, 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 goes a lot of patterns from like biology to, I don't know, playing on balalaika to candy. <laughs> so it's like chain of patterns. You're preaching mm-hmm. to the choir here. I, I think that's totally good. Uh, my One of my heroes uh, with his... Um, his bad things aside, Kanye West recently said his, uh, when he talks, it's a symphony, you know, cause we like 
to have food that has more than one flavor. We like music with more than one instrument and things. So how come a conversation or a speech can't be all these things that actually come together to be something? So uh, I I can appreciate that type of it's thought. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful connection yeah. you made there, Joe. No, that's all Kanye, not me. So I think it's a beautiful <laughs> way to think. So th- which one again was different? So there's only one letter was different, right? So a few things, a few things that are different. So again, extroverted intuition is kind of like having an ADD when you constantly skip from one subject to another. While INTJ, they have internal intuition. So uh, introverted intuition, which is not ADD. It's more like, I really love how uh, David Lynch explains intuition, introverted intuition. Mm -hmm. If you ever had seen his masterclass or read his book, Big Fish, it's really fascinating. So he kind of um, catches the ideas instead of trying to so it's like he has a magnet in his hands and then ideas come and he just takes them with that magnet. While um, external intuition is like you have a magnet and you connect these things externally, you know. I do want to refer to a study. So um, the difference between astrology and um, Mayers Briggs, for example, is there is a study that has been measured. There is a scientist called... Um, Dario Nerdy, Nerdy, and what he did is he did EGG of brain regions of different types. For an hour, he asked people in his study, over 300 people, to different to do different tasks, mathematics, speed dating, r- deciding visual tasks, and other things. And then he measured the activity in his brains. And then he realized those types, Mayer's brick types, they usually have activity, brain activity in the same areas. And uh, these cognitive functions, so basically brain is our personality. The areas Mm. of brain we use the most are our personality. And according to Minnesota twin experiment, 40 to 60% of our personality we're born with. So it's like you do twins and it's more likely they will have same personality, 40, 60% of the twins. Um, And the rest of it is nurture, not nature. So the cultural stuff pays attention, like people in England are more thinking and they're more intuitive. People in Japan, not in Japan, sorry, in India, more detail-oriented and stuff like that. And then also, if your profession, if you're not uh, a sensor normally, but your profession requires you to work with little details, you develop that area in the brain and you might get tested um, a different type than you were initially, you know, because you use that area of brain Mm -hmm. more often. And then you also can train yourself, as as I have mentioned before, if you do certain activities, you start using those parts of the brain. And if you do those activities consistently for at least 20 days when it becomes a habit, not your default, you might change your type, your personality type on purpose. That's what's so interesting. That I, I like that because I d- had no idea about that going into it. I thought it was a rigid thing. So mm-hmm. all this is really cool and gives it more even credibility 
because that's like astrology yes. you don't change what do you think it is um that keeps us people like continuing to believe astrology let's say throughout their whole lives wherein that they might change a lot you know versus this which the, they're like can fluidly change do you, do you, the, i'm not exactly asking the question right but it's like <laughs> Uh, why would anybody like we can all believe we can change so why are people so easily rigid to something like astrology while not rigid to this I agree I so agree that you people change and it's like there are not enough people realize that and astrology is so traditional that uh, you would think that astrology will progress as well but it's not one of those also again it's one of the critiques of Mayer's Briggs test is how it's similar to astrology is that they publish stuff that are pretty vague and a lot of types can find similar um you know so it's also it mostly says good good things about you and you're like oh yes i am uh unique in that way mm -hmm. but then somebody else different type reads that description is like yeah i'm also good with my hands so uh, <laughs> in that way, you read astrology and you're like, oh, yeah, that type is uh, uh, very sexual. And you're like, yeah, I'm very sexual. That must be my... I guess uh, so. I, if anybody told me ever, I'm good with my hands, I'd be like, fuck off. Like, there's no way. Like, there's just not that. Like, there's just no way. Like, I wouldn't believe it. I would trash it. I will never come back. Yeah. So I guess there's some things that I'm like, still like, be like, okay, sure. But like, certain things I'm like... I don't, you know, don't even touch that, like, when you talk about no. me, because it's not me at all. It, it is interesting how there's two, like, ways to think about it. Obviously, it comes up a lot that people change and that people don't change. And my opinion is mm -hmm. that it's both. In some ways, people don't change. And in some people, well, some can. Ways, people I do think, change. I think maybe the, the better word is can. You know, do they? I think that's, mm -hmm. like, a more, like, that's more of a discussion on our faith in humanity. But as far as can... <laughs> Uh, yes, they can. But that's where the this I could see this test just being so. OK, so like if I pitched you, I have a calculator. When you put in an equation, it gives you the correct answer versus this, which is like if you put in numbers, something comes out, you know, so the fact that it can change mm -hmm. whenever it can never be wrong. <laughs> it's just ever changing mm -hmm. versus like astrology. It's like it's either wrong or right. This test is like, no, we're always right. It's just maybe tomorrow mm. it was different. So I could see that that That's being a true. criticism. Yeah, because for this, for today, I did not redo the test. I did not. Mm -hmm. I just reread what INTJS is, and I was like, yep, still me. No need to do it again, ever. And like walked away. That's me. I don't even know what, like, what my husband is actually, but like I looked at all the descriptors. And I would like, I mm -hmm. pinpointed what he is. And I'm convinced what he is, because he'll never do it. He doesn't believe in this stuff. I have a question for this test, um, because it sounds like you, Renata, have a very like um, specific lens and application for the test. You're using it to actually like change the parts of yourself that you would like mm -hmm. to change and improve. Is uh, mm -hmm. can you speak to that and like how pe how you think people should use it and is that different how than how the test is generally used? How is it like mm. just used in a practical way? Well, again, um, I'm sorry I didn't mention that I'm not psychologist. <laughs> I'm a historian actually by education, 
And um, there are people who study Mayer's Briggs religiously and they have some sort of certification. I don't have that certification. So just keep take my words For with sure. a grain of salt. I did notice when I come to Amer when I came to America, I was introverted, very introverted person. But then I started working at a waitressing job, and I really hated it for for years. But then I started really enjoying it, talking to people. You know, I I started being in love with being extroverted, and for a long time I was extroverted as well. So that kind of clued me in that your personality can change quite drastically. You know, from not be wanting to interrupt, just sitting at the party with a book to being like, oh, let's talk, you know. So um, I think it, it comes from your experience. If you have, exp you saw yourself change, you're like, well, how can I use that? Um, and can I change myself to what I want to be? Um, then improv, for example, I was always more of a thinking type. I feel like I'm still am. So thinking types types usually have cognitive empathy. They understand how a person feels, but oftentimes they don't co-feel it at the same time, you know. But I feel improv, clowning really help you to feel at the same time as understand the feeling so again it's obvious mm -hmm. that things can change from one preference to another um, so again i feel the best way to go about the test is see who do you want to be as a person and then you look at your test and see what you don't have developed don't quite developed so do you more appreciate honesty or would you rather be kind um, to a person? Because it's very different. It's a choice. You know, if you're mm -hmm. a think thinker, you would see somebody, for example, you see a co-worker steal. Are you going to tell on them or are you not going to tell on them because they are stealing because they don't have food to eat at, at house, for example, you know? Mm -hmm. The feeling type probably won't tell it because they understand that their their thing they should be doing but they co-feel but a thinking type would probably be like you know there are laws you need to do the right thing so they're probably gonna tell on it so but once you have a list of values the person you want to be and what is important for you life is so easy because the decisions become easy you know how you're gonna be instead of being if like, you're indecisive if mm -hmm. you are indecisive but, yes. if, but if you're not seeking decisions and you and i'm not saying that's me like in and if you were despising <laughs> like somebody to tell you how to live your life then you'll be like D i'm not touching uh -huh. this because like my my husband is that way like he'll be like if I would be like, look, you have to read like who you are because these two people created test, this test, uh -huh. and, and like you better like start like seeing your shortcomings and start like living becoming a better person. Even if I say the most nicest mm -hmm. way, he'd be like, I yeah. fucking know better than these two people. Like who are these two people <laughs> that they think they figured out how the how the how humanity works? And like he would not let anybody <laughs> tell him how to live his life because he's just like a rebel by nature. But to me, I, I, again, it's so hard because we're talking about brains, right? And you Renata said how like uh -huh. brains and then like some guy puts up EKG or is and, and just starts seeing like different parts of the brain light up mm -hmm. and he's like yeah INTJ is like frontal cortex like part you know mm -hmm. like you know northeastern corner starts lighting up every time <laughs> yeah. they're talking about you know food yeah. or whatever but the mm -hmm. thing is like 
we're talking about brains and we're only talking from the perspective of brains because we don't know any mm -hmm. other perspective. And to me, like the, mis the sort of this mystic, there's element of mysticism that's missing from this mm. um, because life is not just all like graphs and, and, but I do love graphs, you know, but the life, there's something mystical about how, who we are and what is our existence. And this is not being addressed at all by, you know, psychology uh, mm -hmm. because it has a, a tendency, even like psychotherapists, they have tendency of sometimes thinking that like they can like, you know, solve you and help you as opposed to certain things. You can just experience them without even language, ex you know, uh, involved and they can change you more like psychedelic experiences, which we've covered a lot on this podcast mm -hmm. and things like that, or like any life changing experience of like the almost dying in an accident or something like that, or like, you know, seeing your first child being born, or I'm just uh, brainstorming here. But point is that, I don't know, it's, 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 it's hard for me to say that like, do I, if I take a different month, do I become a different, you know, uh, personality type? Because even if I trace the times when I personally was more extroverted, like I thought it was very extroverted in school. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then like going forward, but I'm like, looking back, I'm like, no, I've always been a fucking introvert. I've just never been an introvert who is like hiding away from the world. That's like an extreme. But even mm -hmm. on that scale of INTJ, I was like close to the center, but like significantly still on the introverted side. Because every mm -hmm. time there's like a big group, even if it's improv, even if it's like I feel the excitement of the crowd, I still feel like worn out by it and like just overanalyzing how this affected me. Like it's emotionally, it's, it's a lot of work for me to deal with like crowds and different people and how I present myself. And people that are truly extroverts, I think that from what I, my friends that I know definitely extroverts, like they don't have that. They just go out there into the world. They put it out there. Like you were saying, Renata, the example with David Lynch, like he's is very introverted, like ideas come to him and these people are affecting other people. And I don't know, like to me, even if I look back at the most extroverted points of my life, I'm like, dude, I was a fucking introvert. Like I was still an introvert because I was go home and all I wanted to do is just talk to my best friend one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know. Like it's hard really to tell like how much we change and how much we don't or can yeah. change or not. Well, I think if I could say, maybe be so bold as to say, Renata, I think you're, what you're shut up, I, I loving it, really the bedrock of it is not that the test is anything special what's more special in the bedrock of it is uh introspection self-reflection and using that to better yourself and in that way i think the results can be meaningless if you wish and you could still get a lot out of it simply by being forced to sit down and answer i like being in groups of people strongly agree or strongly disagree is uh it has power to it and i would say to someone like jay if he is doing what uh, the the test is function would be in some other way, like he is someone who can call out his own shit or be like, hey, I'm not doing this or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like I have a friend who does manifestation, which I don't mm. do, but I do a lot that basically is manifestation. So my friend doesn't push me on it. Tell us, tell us a little more. Yeah, how does she do it, and how do you do it? Yeah, uh, it's more just the the, and I don't, I don't, I'm not an expert enough even to speak on it in any way, but just a lot of like making vision boards, saying things mm -hmm. out loud, 
But, uh, you know, a lot of people could say that's gobbledygook. Like, that's stupid. You can't call things to yourself. But also, like, I do that in my own way. I'm just not, you know, it's not the same. So I'm still doing the function so she doesn't push it on me. And I think that's kind of what this is. This is just a version of saying, like, damn, I suck at parties. What could I do better? (laughs) (laughs) Or how to become a better performer, right? Which Which is something we've all dealt at some point in our lives, right? How do I become a better performer, Mm -hmm. like, as an artist? Like, and there's, you know, we're artists in different ways. But that one particular is very much, you know, like, connecting to the people who are looking at you on stage and you're, like, right there on the spotlight. I mean, this is very, you know, like, a lot of your... um, I mean, you become very aware of yourself, and the idea is not to be that aware of yourself. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I can see, like, turning to psychology and Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs for this purpose, for sure. I, I love what you said about, you know, how the test itself can be meaningless, but the biggest takeaway is that you've learned about yourself more. You thought about, you know, self-awareness is the first step on the journey of betterment to yourself. Uh, and by taking a test, you are becoming more self-aware. And then if you're happy with who you are, there is no need to change yourself, you know. Maybe it will come later in life, but if you're happy, you know, and you're not bringing, you're not bringing pain to other people, good, awesome. No, for sure. And I know I brought up my uh, husband as like this like major dick, but like the thing is he's a very good person. And, and, and but like he does have this like sort of like I know best and he doesn't like mm. carry it on his sleeve, but like I deal with it all the time. Like, but I am the person <laughs> who goes and like, like reads, uh, um, uh, Marcus Aurelius, like just, oh, yes. you know what I mean? Like, and just like study stoicism, like that's like me, like daily learning about like how to better myself, doing, you know, uh, self-compassion medica- meditation, uh, you know, doing yoga and just like constantly introspect, like how do I work through all this shit that like was uh, programmed into me when I was uh, a little kid in my family. Mm-hmm. And so I like, and I mean, I feel like honestly, this is like almost making me emotional. Just like you talking about like how this test means a lot to you. I mean, you know, when I was growing up and I was 19 when I came to New York by myself, I, you know, I, there was no like yoga meditation. There was nothing of like, there was none of that. There was nothing. It was just like, you were in your own hell that you have. Like if you have that hell, you were somehow has to have the ability to survive it, even if you are not given mm-hmm. those tools by your family, right? Or anybody, mm-hmm. teachers. So in fact, I think that astrology and psychology, this like elementary like psychology, because we had like elementary psychology class in uh, probably middle school. That was like the first time that I probably like introspectively noticed like who I am and what does that mean to like not have those bad feelings of like anxiety or depression or uh being not good enough or whatever else or like being too sensitive that was like my thing like I had too much empathy and that was like hurting me uh it still Mm -hmm. is but but it is it is interesting to think like that if, if this is the tool that like comes across to you when you're a young person is psychology you may take it on and you know and just like better yourself you know and become more you know fall in love with yourself really uh Mm -hmm. and or it could be something else maybe your teacher your parents are yoga teachers and then you kind of have it going on in your family from early age and like we all need to have different ways to unfuck ourselves you know to Mm -hmm. unfuck where we come from and so some more than others but 
it is it is it is like a beautiful tool to have in an arsenal to turn to you know at different maybe stages in your life ah oh, you summed it up beautifully i love it yeah i mean it's just you know like you're like wait i am special because like nobody like people just like talk shit you know like they're like they don't notice you or whatever or they like mm. think ideas about you that you are not you're like oh no 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 i'm i'm this, this kind of like I'm the, you know and you know i thought it was wrongly extrovert guys i was wrong but it's uh the most incredible thing of this whole conversation so far is that we're all intjs and they're saying it's only two percent of them in the whole population especially women they say i think i think marie curie was like i like when they're like for sure this like celebrities or like people in history for sure they were like mm-hmm. and they're always like Marie Curie INTJ like they're like naming all these like <laughs> geniuses uh and mm-hmm. the INTJ like becomes like one of the like all the geniuses were basically INTJs it's uh, true constantly true constantly true oh man <laughs> yeah what a, what a cool thing um so um yeah I I also just wanted to once again just repeat like Joe, what a great way to put it. It's not the, the test that we're talking about here. It's how Renata, our guest, uses it to kind of reevaluate you, right? Like yourself, like, right, Renata? You like reevaluate and you build like the path to betterment, self-betterment. I mean, this is like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is pretty great. Um, what else, you guys? Is there anything else we need to talk about before we turn to the <laughs> final, final scale making that we'll explain in just a few um, i would just say that i'm i would pitch this so differently to people now than before and i think there's friends who might be jayish uh and if i would have been like hey take the test see how you are now i wouldn't bring it up that way i'd be like hey this is like mm-hmm. a good way to assess yourself and blah blah kind of all the things reiterating what we had just said and i think that's just like a way better sale and tool um so that's been really cool about this conversation i do want to add really quickly that you can you don't have to use it just for yourself um if they do take a test i feel like you know um there is a great book that's called a uh, speed reading the art of speed reading people and I think you should pick it up. Most people don't really change. A lot of people don't change, you know, um, in in short period of time. So you can evaluate from the clues people are giving you in the way, you know, like mm-hmm. thinker types. It's so obvious. We're like, there are a lot of cues and you can read more about it in that book. But you can um, be more persuasive towards your friends, as you just said, you know, are they thinking or are, because perceivers, for example, they have more open minded. It's easier to be like, oh, there's this theory, la 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 la. And, you know, dangle in front of them. They're like, new theory. I want to try it. Well, if it's the person is a judger from like you see that they they do stuff faster. They don't reminisce a lot on things you know they have um, particular judgment really quickly and stuff like that you you need to maybe change your approach and by knowing how they how they think what parts of brain they use you can also deliver your information in more appropriate way yeah which Mm -hmm. is it's kind of what uh, people will do a lot of the times even at its simplest of like oh that person's angry like even if it's Mm -hmm. just like that immediate of a thing oh i'll go this direction and then it goes deeper of like hey this person's usually doesn't like it when we 
make something sound this way. So it's like something we do already, but this is really like putting a, a more of a, a actual labels on it. Yeah, a system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always nice to have a system. Wow. I Well, I think it's time. I think it's time <laughs> to talk about our scales, which is what it is. What is it, Joe? You'll, you'll tell it more coherently. Than yeah, I'll, tr- it. I'll try. Okay, so we rate on a scale of uh, 0 to 10, and it, mm-hmm. you can choose anything to rate it on. So, for example, if we were doing the movie Fast and Furious, I might do mm-hmm. from a scale of 0 to 6. I think Fast and Furious... And sex is a 10, Fast and Furious is a 7. Or I might uh-huh. do um, uh, Harry Potter movies is an 8, so Fast and Furious is a 10. It's way better than Harry Potter movies. You know, so it's kind of free-flowing. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. And I'll go with the easy one. I'll say astrology. Astrology, baby. Figure I might as well do this. I do enjoy astrology. I think it's very fun. What's your sign, Joe? Come on, bring it. Taurus. Bring it. Taurus. Stubborn. Mm-hmm. Great, great, <laughs> but strong, but strong. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like astrology. I'm not super into it, but I would say that's like an eight for me. I think it's real. I do like to know people's sign pretty quickly. Um, I can't necessarily guess just because I'm not so great at it, but I like to know and then look into it. Um, and I would say this... Ooh, I don't think it's as fun as astrology because you need to go a little (laughs) deeper. But I think it is more useful. So I'm going to call it a seven. (laughs) Just because astrology is more fun and easy. But but you know what? I I would say that you're right, like sort of to to compare them similar. Like I would have similar feelings about that, except like I hate astrology, like the day, like your daily predictions, like those things I hate. Oh, that I don't do. I don't do predictions. I just do the, I am just into your people are this type of way. Mm -hmm. I don't like the predictions. No, predictions are the worst. Yeah. Um, great. I'll do a scale with something that we've talk about, talked about on this podcast before, but we, um, it's really hard to compare for anybody except me because I've done it. So there was this guru guy. When I say guru, I mean it in a good way, not in a creepy, um, like a culty way. But there was a teacher called Sam Christensen who passed a couple of years ago, but he was a big... Um, casting director for many years in Hollywood, but a lot of actors went through his school where he, in a very like cool way, um, used other people in the class to assess how other people perceive them. And mm. the purpose for that was, uh, so because actors often don't realize how people perceive them. Like for example, no matter what I do, I would always come off as a strong, like opinionated woman. And so if I try to act like a um, wallflower, it's just won't jive because there's just not a quality that you ever like think of me. So, um, I mean, it, it, it's a very poetic, it's a very intense poetic course. They still do it uh, without Sam um, currently with other teachers. It's uh, samchristensen.com probably, but I would definitely look it up for those actor uh, peop- listeners or anybody who maybe is also interested in just this introspection. This is more of expensive um, introspection, but I, after taking that course, I told Sam, crying and bawling i told him it i felt like i just went through 10 years of therapy and like an intensive Mm -hmm. course um the things like you come out with like poetic statements 
that people have concluded from just observing you on many different exercises. It's very, it's, it's, it's incredible and unique. So you Sam Christensen's class is a 10, like it's just invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, and astrology, I'm going to throw astrology in there too. And astrology is like a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that because there's more credence to uh, Myers-Briggs, I will give it an 7.5 to 8. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I needed to do a decimal point, you yeah. guys. I, I like how nerdy one can get with Myers-Briggs. And there's, like, more stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, you even mentioning Renata, that was like, you make an extroverted connections, but you're not an extrovert. What? Like, you had all these specifics that is interesting for people, I'm sure, to look into if they want to get more information about it. More importantly, awesome. what does your scale look like? <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to give it uh, an 8 with uh, trauma work being a 10 in terms of uh, making your life easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good. So this might even be a good, like, before you get into the trauma work, do Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, trauma work, shadow shadow work, I think, before probably, but yeah. Shut up, I love it, shadow work. (laughs) Sounds, has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, mm. Renata, thank you so much for coming on a Shut Up, I Love It and talking to us about Myers-Briggs. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. I love, I love the exchange of ideas, fellow INTJs. There's like, we represent, we represent in the Zoom room. Uh, <laughs> Renata, um, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Is there any website or social media links you like to mention? Yes, I have a Twitter that is mostly comedy. It is uh, Renata Shaik at Renata Shaik. Um, so you can find me there. Write me a question if you have, and if you have, uh, if you'd like to have a conversation about humor or psychology, please don't hesitate. Awesome, uh, and we'll put that Twitter handle in the description of the episode. Joe, what's going on with you these days? What's good? Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Cabello. I'm releasing a lot of fun stuff. Just released two mini comics already this week, as well as new pages from my full-length comic. It's stupid good deals. Go check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian Walker, for this amazing track. Thank you, Elizabeth Salud, for the artwork. And thank you, fellow INTJ or not, for listening. <laughs>